just like that, here we are. <laughs> sorry, take me. Listen, I travel a bunch. Mm -hmm. I keep busy. And I'm sorry to drop in on you like this. I know Chris isn't here. It's just you, but here's the thing. A lot of people asking, where's the podcast? Yeah. So here we are. Again, thanks for coming in for this. I got to catch it on the fly because I don't want to get into the habit of not doing it or pushing it off. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's do Thank you, everybody, for listening. It's the Steve Maraboli podcast. Whispers <laughs> of genius, echoes of madness. Uh, and there are just busier times of the year. And yeah. uh, and life gets that way. And, and of course, I have to I have to be sometimes uh from plane to plane to place to place and uh, i don't always have time to drop in and, and and do this i know we've also had some extra dealings going on so yeah. a, a lot of big things coming so some of the time that i have been able to come to the office uh we weren't able to knock out a podcast but we're here now thank you everybody for listening thank you for everybody who leaves a far <laughs> thank you Everybody, I'm gonna. I was just thinking Greetings. while I was saying that I need to just slow it down. Yeah. I'm not gonna rush this. Breathe and relax. <laughs> you got These this. are my people. <laughs> so thank you, everybody who leaves a five star rating. It's how other people find us when they're looking for the type of show that this is, which I hope to be entertaining, inspiring, empowering, uh, uplifting in some way. And uh, and I hope I hope that you share this. Tell everybody. Uh, what we're doing over here and uh, at the Steve Maraboli podcast. <laughs> uh, so, how are you doing? What do you got going on? Oh, a lot of great stuff happening. Welcome to episode six six seven. Whispers. Wait a second. That six 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 was the one that wrote. Well, that was the um, the gods and superstitions yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good that one. Was, a lot of people don't know that that was. We had done a show like that before, probably. Is it 10 years ago? No. No, like six, seven years ago. And that was a good one also. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't mind that the 666 that sat there for a while. But knock it out with 667. Yeah. Uh, and what are we talking about today? I do want to get to a bunch of feedback. Yeah. Because I do sometimes look and I see great comments mm -hmm. and great questions. And it must be endlessly frustrating for someone to ask a question <laughs> and their question get liked but not answered. <laughs> not answered. They must just like throw their phone at the wall. So I want to get to as many as we can. And again, thank you everybody for, uh, you can comment, you can question mm -hmm. on our social media pages. Really important that you only interact with the blue verified check mark pages. There's, there's been another wave recently mm -hmm. of imposter Steve's out there. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what they what they're doing this time, but we we did get a lot of messages, right? Yeah. Of people like, hey, is this you? No, it is no. not me. If you have to ask if it's me, no, it's not, because I will never initiate a message. I will not just reach out to a complete stranger and say, hey, try my new app. It's yeah. not it's not going to happen. For those of you who have been following my stuff for years you know i am least likely to spam <laughs> least likely to try and sell you something so it's not me we don't initiate conversations i do respond to conversations and most of the time i respond by voice yeah so you know facebook and instagram now allot me the opportunity to press the little record button 
and leave up to a minute long message. So I usually respond by voice because I prefer that over texting. So um, thank you for interacting. You can leave a comment on one of our posts. Uh, Chris, Stephanie, and the team always uh, look through those comments. Yeah. Or you can just reach us. They can just message us at stevemariboli.net. Yes. Okay, cool. So that's how you reach me. Let's get to the show. All right, so happy belated birthday. What? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was recently, but it already yeah. seems like a year ago. Yeah, uh, yeah the big 4-4. Four, four. Feel good. Feel good. great. Uh, I have nothing to say other than that. I feel good. I feel great. All right. We had a, we had a, a great uh, a great few weeks. We had a, a fantastic April. Mm -hmm. um, I know that, that you did too. You, so, so, the, so Stephanie, Chris, and the team, they run the... Steve Maraboli International part of our business. They really run the business end of our business. So uh, getting our stuff out there, uh, the programs that, that we're building, um, the numerous corporations that have me go speak there. So they, they run the business aspect of it as well as the, the social media aspect, which is more not so business oriented. Mm -hmm. It's a little business oriented, but it's more um, part of our humanitarian side. Yeah. Where we, it's uplifting, inspiring, empowering, hopefully uh, we were able to to share some ideas, ideas that maybe I had 20 years ago and maybe I had two weeks ago. Uh, it, it varies. Um, and, and so that's that aspect. And for me, very fortunate that I mostly, uh, I, I'll, I handle, of course, the, the business things that you all book me mm -hmm. for. But for me, I, a lot of my day is geared towards our humanitarian stuff, yeah. the impact we could have uh, around the world. Um, and so great month for great year really so far for all of us. Yes. Really impactful. So my birthday was fun birthday. It was great. <laughs> um, it looked, it looked a lot like most of my days look, mm -hmm. uh, with the exception of a, a bunch of uh, friends and family who, who wish me a happy birthday. And of course you sent me so many messages from around the world wishing yeah. me a happy birthday. It feels great. It, f it feels great to feel great. Uh, when I when I look at others who who are my age, which isn't really young or old, it's yeah. it depends how old you are. Yeah. Perspective is everything. Right? <laughs> right. Like if you're a teenager, I'm old as shit. <laughs> like, if you're 60, you'd switch with me in a second. Right. So it's perspective is everything. But um, but it it feels good to to feel good comparatively mm -hmm. as far as health wise, professionally, uh, and more important for me, uh, the impact we're having globally. Yeah feels amazing so thank you for that yeah you're welcome uh you also did something a week after your 44th birthday so what a week that was how you're gonna wow. you're gonna say the jujitsu yeah you're gonna mention I'm how gonna, lethally I'm deadly i am strangling no, so, all sorts of people so the jujitsu thing was great i'm i'm very very honored that at 44 years old i'm also uh a member of the world's greatest jujitsu team, Team Henzo Gracie, uh, will compete all over the world, and and uh, the course the Gracie name and Henzo mm -hmm. Gracie as well, just synonymous with jujitsu, synonymous with excellence in jujitsu. Uh, Henzo Gracie is a decade older than I am and continues to professionally fight and professionally win. That's amazing. Still renowned as a world mm -hmm. champion at a decade older than I am. So I am. Honored, to, and of course, there's people on the team who are barely 20 years mm -hmm. old who are yeah. just absolute murderers, and 
uh, I'm honored to be on the team and compete. And, and, and so far, I've medaled every competition. I've, I've medaled at 100% of the amazing. competition. So that feels good. But what a week that was. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how long it's been since we did this. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta do even if it's just like this more often. Yeah. Um, so that week, so that tournament was on a Saturday. Yes. Right. Well, that week, this is a great story. Can I bore the audience with a really quick story? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So this is a story about getting shit done anyway, right? Creating the space. So you 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 hear all of these things, and how many times have I heard? The idea of Steve, there's no you know good dudes out there. Steve, there's no good chicks out there. Whatever it is, and they're usually when they say that they're in a relationship they don't want to be in, and so I have to explain to them. You have to create the space for it to be filled. Right now, the 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 right you're with the wrong person until you find the right person. But when you meet the right person and they see that you're with currently the wrong mm-hmm. person, the right person isn't attracted to that. Right. You have to have that space open for them to, you know, only the wrong, another wrong person is going to be attracted <laughs> to that. And so it, the same goes with anything else. The same goes with anything else in your life where you want something new, but you haven't let go of the old yet. Mm-hmm. You haven't let go of the thing you don't want in order to create the space you do want. You've heard me tell the story about the, the man holding the luggage while his kids were at his feet yeah. from the airport. He was... They were at his feet and they were so happy to see him. And he's holding his bags in the air because he doesn't want to hit his kids <laughs> in the head with the, with the bags. Uh, but but he, I, I felt like telling him, dude, if you would just put the bags down, mm-hmm. you can then pick up your kids and hold them. If you let go of the baggage of your journey, you can uh, hug, embrace what's literally loving you at your feet. <laughs> yeah. But until you let go, you can't do that. So I've said this in a thousand different ways, creating the space for something to happen. If, if I was a little more woo-woo, but it's still beautifully said, mm-hmm. you have to create the space for the universe to fill. I had to pause after that because I did a little extra woo-woo. You always got to pause after. You have to master the pace of the gurus. They the whisper it. The they whisper it. They go, you have to create the space for the universe to fill <laughs> and then just let them sit in your <laughs> majesty right well anyway so you have to create the space for the universe mm-hmm. to fill and so the un are literacy and education program mm-hmm. part of this is creating structures and and, and schools that that can empower, educate, inspire, and, and create something in a community that doesn't have it, that doesn't have anything like that. And so part of my battle in this, and I think the reason why they some love me and some, some hate me, is because I'm very me. Mm-hmm. So I, I shoot from the hip, it hits who it hits, and that's it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm very unapologetic about it because I, I, I feel like it's the right thing to do. And again, more importantly, I've, I've lived my life in a way that I, I don't care whether you like me or not. If you're in the way of progress, I'm going to do my best to steamroll you. And so in this instance, we have Sri Lanka, who mm-hmm. we had an opportunity, already owned the property, had an opportunity to build a school. And the initial, the initial pushback is, well, we've, we've surveyed the locals. And in surveying the locals, only like the 
the the bottom tier of teachers, not the greatest teachers, are going to volunteer for something like this. So we don't think that we're going to have great teachers for this, and uh, we don't. We're not. They might not create for a good education for the kids. Mm-hmm. Who side note also, while the UN provides this, still some of the offset of the expense, they can't afford. Mm-hmm. And I said. We've been doing this for so long. Please just trust me when I tell you that, yes, initially it's going to seem like the 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 bottom tier of, of teachers are going to volunteer for something like that because you're, you're not giving the top tier anything to look at. Like if you were to ask me, hey, Steve, if we were to build some sort of XYZ over there, would you participate? Steph, I don't have time for hypothetical dream questions. Yeah. I might say I might blow it off also. But if something was actually there Mm -hmm. physically, hey, Steve, we have this building in which you have the opportunity to teach kids. Would you do it? They wouldn't even be done asking me before I already looking at my schedule when I can do it. Yeah. So if that's true for me, it's going to be true for a lot of people. So I said, let's just build it. It doesn't we have the funds are allotted. Everything's allotted. We have a couple of corporate friends that are going to help with the with the putting the, the programs in there, the schools. This could be great even if it's a small school. It will be great because for me, if you help one kid, that's enough. One kid, you don't know. Listen, the things that we, the people in our history books are just one person at a time. Right. They were one kid mm-hmm. at some time. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it, that's, that's good enough. So finally it gets through, piss some people off, sure, shocker. Mm-hmm. It's, that's nothing new to me. So the school goes up, and like every other time, Steph, you know this, suddenly there's now a waiting list for excellent teachers and nurses Mm -hmm. and counselors and professionals who want to volunteer at this school. Mm -hmm. The kids are in the school. It's doing fantastically. And and the offset of as soon as it's in there and the teachers are there and all these things, guess what? The, the, the people in the region who do have money, extra money, are volunteering bits and pieces and all together, everyone can afford everything and everything works itself out. Mm-hmm. And it's a success. Opened it in February of this year. Big party, lots of pictures, a beautiful time for a community that comes together and can see for a little while a glimmer of hope of something beautiful, if not in their lives, but in the lives of their children. Nothing's more beautiful than that. Then comes the previous weeks. Yeah. A terrorist attack. Nasty, nasty Mm -hmm. terrorist attack. The biggest in their history, the biggest globally, I think, since the September 11th attacks in New York, I think. This is hundreds of people killed in these bombings. <clears throat> as fate would have it, as creating the space would have it, <clears throat> get a little choked up thinking about this, that school that nobody wanted, that school that they said would be a waste, that they said would be a failure, not only was not a waste nor a failure, but on that day was in the precise location to serve as a medical center for those who are injured, 
and as a command post for first responders. And had it not been for that building, the nearest building would have, it was, it was close enough to not be so far, but far enough to, to ensure there would have been many, many more casualties and it would have been much tougher for the first responders to respond. This same building that so many fought again because they were so short-sighted, the same building went up and, and those people will be awarded. That building will be a landmark forever mm-hmm. because just a couple of months after it finally went up, it was used for that country's most pivotal event. Wow. So did that for the week. Yeah. Yep. And then sure as shit that Saturday, I went in there, put on my gi, mm-hmm. and represented my team as well as my frustration and yeah. happiness and all that and, and walked home with a medal. Amazing. What Crazy. a week. Crazy week. At 44 <laughs> years old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play the age game. Um, so, so uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a beautiful thing, and, and, and shout out to every single person who is involved in these things. There's, there, there are a lot of people who, who do come to my corner, uh, some because they see the same vision I see, and some just mm-hmm. because they know it's entertaining as shit to be <laughs> in my corner. So yeah, thank you for that. Uh, do we have, do we have uh, questions from the audience? <laughs> what do we got? Yes. Oh, actually, here's a... Here's a jujitsu question from Dashi on Facebook. She says, "Who? Dashi on Facebook? A jujitsu question? Sure. Yeah. She says, I imagine jujitsu has given you affirmations of what you already think, but what have been the aha moments from it? Those disciplines connecting mind, body, spirit, plus people around. What a combo. Um, I think that the aha moments for me is it goes right back to, um, recognizing that." that you can't that this this world you know wh- where we are before this world and where we are after this world can be argued uh, literally to the death <laughs> um and that's fine and i think those arguments are important i think the conversations are important i think to fantasize and dream about it's important i believe i think to have faith in it and believe in it's important i think all those things are important but also <laughs> i i'm infatuated with this existence Mm -hmm. that my very human existence so where i was before this and where i'll be after this i'm I'm there it's not arguable that you are not human exponentially longer than you are human so while i'm human let me figure this shit out yeah right so one of the dashi was the name yeah so dashi one of the affirmations or or aha moments that i get in jujitsu is is the same ones you get from relationships when you're older and wiser the same one you get from business is that you can't fake this shit like you're going to get out of it what you put into it and if and if you want to do better you have to be better you have to train smarter and harder you have to become a teammate you have to in jujitsu sometimes when someone else is training for an event you are just a wrestling dummy to them and you have to allow for that you have to uh be 
bring yourself to the level where you you are you feel like you deserve and have earned your spot on that map but also humble yourself down to be able to learn and to recognize that that there are people no matter how good you are there are people who are going to breeze by you humility in jujitsu is 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 bread and butter like that's Mm -hmm. There, there is, I, I don't, you don't really often meet practitioners who aren't aware that they're, they still have to learn. And so, and there are personalities and there are personalities, but in the gym, when there's no cameras on or anything mm-hmm. like that, everyone's a student and they're proud to be a student. And, and I've never said thank you more to someone who has just finished mangling me <laughs> than in jujitsu you 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 get mangled and then you thank them for that because you learned in that mangling and so um affirmations and, and aha moments are really just further validations that that you have to be it to see it you ha- you mm-hmm. will the, the ray longo the great ray longo and and my my uh, partner for the mma uh, podcast that we do he says he, he, he refers to it as the octagon, the cage that the UFC fighters fight. And he says, you know, the octagon is the truth. Yeah. Like you can't, whether you trained hard or not, whether your mind's there or not, <laughs> like there's no bullshit. That's yeah. the truth. And I feel like jujitsu is that as well. So did you have to... And you see it too, let me tell you. Let me tell you to, to my brothers and sisters out there who practice jujitsu. There's a, you know... You see it in those tournaments. There's a there's a bunch of people at those tournaments, but it's a small percentage of the people who practice. And 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 shout out to the to those who do compete, because when you go online, there's there's hundreds of thousands and millions of hashtag jujitsu hashtag jujitsu life. <laughs> yeah. But there's not hundreds of thousands of people competing. There is a select few that not only make it a hashtag, not only make it a category, not only make it a tattoo, but they put their ass on that mat. And they say, I'm going to get on this mat against somebody. When I do a tournament stuff, one thing I can be sure of, that every single person who will be standing across from me on that mat has spent 100% of their time training just like me. And you know what they're training for? They are training to either do something really bad to one of your limbs (laughs) Or to render you unconscious. That is their job. Wow. And they have been training 100% mm-hmm. for that. So when I step on that mat, when, when my fellow competitors step on that mat, we are stepping on that mat knowing that the man or woman across from us has trained for that and we get on the mat anyway. That is a small percentage of people who not only speak it but live it. And those are the people, Dashi, that I also love meeting. Love meeting. Because what I've learned, again, a correlate to life, is that a lot of people talk about change. A lot of people talk about success, whether it's monetary success, material success, uh, health success, whatever it is. A lot of people talk about it. There's millions and millions of people who buy the self-help books. Millions and millions of people who buy the religious books. Millions and millions of people who buy the books of metaphysics and laws of attractions and all this stuff. But very, very, very few who will decide to put the book down to not just hashtag, but to live it and to breathe it 
and to speak it with their actions. Shout out to those people. Wow, thank you, Dashi. We got a lot of great comments on the pictures you posted. Awesome, because I'm ridiculous. <laughs> the, 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 the one with, oh, you're too old, that one, that was a great job. Who did that one, you? The you're too old, oh, the, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a good one. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I take a picture and I do my, the people's eyebrow, <laughs> yeah. you know, my, my skeptical or aha, you see, or insert whatever you want it to be, eyebrow that I do. That, right? So I'll do that. And uh, and you guys did a great meme with it. Mm -hmm. where, where they said, hey, you're too old for this. Yeah. Hey, they said you're going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. They said you can't possibly win. And then there's me <laughs> holding the medal with the, the people's yeah. eyebrow. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Great job with that. What else we got? All right. So we have um, one of the top posts, and it's a new quote, is, I don't know if time heals, but I know perspective does. Boy, that that took off. People really love that. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of those things you learn, or at least I learned later. And I've been talking about agreement with reality for twenty years. Yeah. But I guess you know sometimes you you don't focus on the other things, and you do, you know, recognizing that that you can't change the past. Like, you can't. It happened. But what's hurting you isn't what happened. What's hurting you is your relationship to what happened. The, the label you placed on what happened. And your attachment to that label. That's what's hurting you. And so, no, it, as long as you keep that label, as long as you keep that attachment, as long as you keep that, it it is it isn't haunting you. You're haunting it. it it's mm -hmm. it's nothing. You're you are. You know. I I remember in the in the first book I have that idea. Of when you hate something, you chain yourself to it. Yep. It's that same idea. It it isn't it isn't that that's what happened. Is that's how you saw it happen. That's how it impacted you. And we never update those versions. So you might be hurt by something still. A year, two years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years later. And all you're doing is replaying the same label, replaying the same story and not looking at it with fresh eyes. What else do you look at 30 years later, 10 years later, the same way? Very few things. Right. But those traumas, what we call traumas, are really just labels that we didn't etch on paper. We etched those on <laughs> plastic or stone, you know, <laughs> depending on how deep. And, and we never revisit it. We never allot ourselves the opportunity to engage in a different relationship with that. And yeah, that's not necessarily something that is healed by time, but it is something that is healed by perspective. 100% of the things I've let go of, what I didn't let go of that it happened. I can't let go of that. That's, that's not a healthy brain isn't going to forget it. You don't forget anything. I have a different relationship to it i'm able to put it in a different place it has a different place in the story it isn't the end of the story and maybe it's the end of a chapter but it doesn't end the story of sure as fuck doesn't close the book and that's the way that i look at it i i give it less of a character role and i don't let the waves of of that turmoil affect me i just i had for so many things and it did so much more damage 
than if I had just dealt with it earlier. You know what I mean? Like it, it did the damage it did when it happened and I was how dare they and all that stuff. But then I would carry that on to other people I'm meeting and all of a sudden, and I've said this before and I'm sorry everybody if you're, if you're sick of hearing me say this stuff, but let's say the past stabs you. The past stabs you, right? The person in your past stab you and I don't mean it literally, but sometimes I feel like when someone emotionally stabs you, I prefer that shit be literally. But sometimes when they emotionally stab you, Steph, you you know what happens. You you anytime anyone gets too close, you're flinching. Mm-hmm. Anytime anything reminds you of that, you're flinching. Mm-hmm. Because you don't take the time to readdress that, to look at that event and, and say, wait a second, what's truly happening here? What truly happened? Can I look at that event? Can I can I begin to heal? If I can look at that event I can and, and, and restructure it or, or have a different relationship with it, I can finally stop touching it. And, and, and to heal a wound, you need to stop touching it, right? But when you don't heal that wound and you keep touching it and you keep, oh my God, I can't believe that this, I can't believe that this is, what happens to people just like what happened to me is I started bleeding on people who didn't cut me. And now they're paying for shit they didn't do. And I'm skeptical of good people mm-hmm. who did nothing to me. But I'm skeptical and they see it, they smell it. We're primates, they smell it. Something, something that you, you, I, you, I can't, they, they feel like they can't get close to me or if they get close to me, I push them away. I'm bleeding on them, Steph. Mm-hmm. I'm bleeding on them and they didn't cut me. I'm giving them a, a, an emotional bill for a debt they did not incur. And then I'm still blaming the one that cut me. Meanwhile, they're gone, Steph. They're doing whatever they do. Yeah. There's there's an expression in Italian that translates in English to, while you're holding a grudge, the other person's out dancing. They've moved on. They're doing their thing. And you're still bleeding. You're not bleeding on them. They're gone. You're bleeding on everyone else. Mm-hmm. Even the people who are trying to help you, you're bleeding all over them. Now, there's no time machine that's going to bring you back. We have endless books on letting go and traumas and all this stuff. You know why we have endless books? Because there's no time machine. No. (laughs) If Doc Brown showed up with his time machine and the flux capacitor, (laughs) then none of those books would (laughs) they ruin a whole industry. Yeah. But, But because it doesn't exist, then what we have, what we do have in this beautifully orchestrated and majestic human experience while we don't control the events or other people's behavior and we can recognize that that can be such a helpless feeling what we do control although hard sometimes but still possible is the labels we place on events we don't control the events but we control the labels we place on them and just because something got a certain label does not mean 
that we cannot revisit it, polish it up, and not just think of that scar as something traumatic and horrible in our lives, but polish it up and, and, and show that scar for the badass soldier that you are, for the badass warrior that you are, proof of a time that life tried to kill you and failed. And there you are healed up and you brush up that scar and you just it, it's what, what we call wisdom. And all you did was change your relationship to that event. The things that you used to say, how could you do that to me? When it becomes wisdom, you say, thank you. Had you not done that to me, I wouldn't be the strong version. I would have still been tied to a poisonous being like you. I would have still been in a shitty situation like that. I would have still been in, in surrounded by bad. Whatever the situation may be, you can look back at the same things that caused you trauma, the same things that hurt you, and say, had it not been for those things, I would not be able to be wise enough to help others in the same situation, strong enough to get through the situation, uh, love-filled enough to, to help my family, love-filled enough to make this world a better place, healthy mm -hmm. enough to go through anything now that I went through that. You can change your relationship to that and show your scars. To me, the most, you know, you know how I feel. The mm -hmm. most interesting people are the ones who have the scars. Anybody who tells me, their life's been perfect or they don't have any big traumas like that. Number one, I don't believe you. <laughs> and number two, what a snooze. Yeah. I want to hear your scars. Not the victories. Those are easy. I want to hear about the losses. I want to hear how you learned, how you got up and won. All those things happened to you, but you're standing here in front of me? That is badass. <laughs> Let me hear how and why. Mm -hmm. That's the story. So that, for me... uh uh, for me, that perspective is everything. Perspective is what we have. The argument could be made that Steve is a perspective I wake up with every day. Stephanie's mm -hmm. a perspective you wake up with every day. Cognitive scientists call it the persistence of self. I like that, and I'm going to use that always. Mm, I love that. Do you think that if they came out, if scientists came out with a drug that or some sort of procedure you can get rid of a memory you think that that would be pretty popular uh sure i mean yeah i think it would be really popular i don't know that it would be good but i think it would be popular i mean add it to the list of shit that probably isn't good but is popular <laughs> yeah i think it would be i don't think i would do it now that mm -hmm. i know what that that what so stepping outside of of just of just my my personal life but the work that you, Chris, and the team do to share the stuff I've written throughout mm -hmm. the years. Do you ever read, like, I read, and I'm asking you if you ever read the comments. <laughs> I mean, I read the comments, and it's just for me, when people are like, wow, this changed my day, this changed my life. Yeah. Some You get little things like, ooh, this made my morning, and then someone else is like, this made my life. Yeah. Like, and, and you get, we get those emails and pictures of, you know, people name their kid, <laughs> like some African tribe somewhere, mm. like, this is Stephen. Yeah. Like, and you're like, what? This is amazing. Because they read something 10 years ago that impacted them and they mm -hmm. fell in love and had a kid and said, let's name it after the guy who changed our life. 
Like yeah. for me, that's incredible. But the reason I'm saying all of this is for all that wisdom, the accolades, the, the you're a visionary man, all that <laughs> stuff I appreciate. But what you're talking about is my scars. What you all call wisdom, that is my scars. Mm -hmm. That's what I've learned all the times life has made me say, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I've learned. And I've learned to shoot from the hip because of that mm -hmm. what i am what i am not because of the easy stuff just like when you know we talked about jujitsu i'm not getting better at jujitsu for the for the because i'm walking around the block mm -hmm. i'm getting better at jujitsu because i'm going through grueling grueling training in which some days are fantastic and other days i feel like meat that's getting ground up <laughs> like beef like and, and i yeah. feel that way and um, and that's where I'm getting better. You get better through resistance. When you go to a gym, you're lifting weights. What you're doing is you are battling the force, the nature of gravity. That's what you're doing. It's you versus gravity, mm -hmm. and you're using that resistance to build your muscles. That's mm -hmm. literally what you're doing. And so we get stronger, literally stronger, through resistance so yeah those scars that come with all of my experiences the the good ones but mostly the horrific ones the ones in which i was either the perpetrator or the victim of horrible behavior those that's where these scars come from and that's what my readers view as wisdom wow yeah so no i wouldn't mm -hmm. take that pill i know a lot of people would Probably a lot for, of like, people traumatic. do, in, in essence, a lot of people do take pills or some sort of drug now to anesthetize memories. That's that's good really point. what they're doing. But so again, I think it'll be a similar percentage, but yeah. uh, I wouldn't be one of them. Yeah, I, I bet it's I bet people with like traumatic experiences. Well, if you can pinpoint it, like that, yeah. Like if there was a pill that like I want to I want to forget yeah. this particular yeah, that, thing that's and not just everything that happened that year. No, yeah, that's what I meant. Like not like where you could pinpoint the specific trauma. Yeah, and get rid of it. No be, memory of it. Would be interesting to see. It would be interesting to see who. Again, I still wouldn't take it, but it would be interesting oh, to I see might. the impact <laughs> that it would have on. Because there's there has to be, there has to be that butterfly effect with that. So mm -hmm. you might have a traumatic experience that happened on. August 4th of 1991. Can I get rid of that? Sure. But you made a lot of fucking decisions between then and now that were based on that trauma. Oh. So what happens with those? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's what happens with those? What what happens if that's that edge that you have, the, the thought of just go for it because life is short. Mm -hmm that you have like all of that comes from the idea of that trauma and you don't realize it like so what would happen with that that's what i would be like if if right now your your commitment to setting standards for mm -hmm. yourself or your commitment to uh, going for your goals your commitment for those things if right now those are th those are built on a pillar of stone that is that traumatic event mm -hmm. what happens when you delete that traumatic event is is that nature of you now built in sand? I don't know. I I, I that's know. what I'm saying. I wouldn't take it, 
because I I don't I I don't uh, I I wouldn't want to to um, pull away at the foundation like that because I don't know I do know that what makes me me mm -hmm. is the scars yeah. Oh, wow. So do I want to take the thing that caused it? Then mm -hmm. am I just not me? Do I lose that edge? Do I lose? I'm not sure. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. But there are some people who are completely trip crippled by traumas and yeah. been crippled by it from when it happened. There's some really really nasty things to happen mm -hmm. to people, um, and maybe it would be helpful for them. Like I like I said, I wouldn't do it, but I yeah. would watch and be interested in seeing what kind of effect it would have. There's an entire show on Amazon that's about about uh memory and things like that i i don't know if it's a spoiler i think it's been out for a long time homecoming on amazon dealing with um veterans and their their um changing really the memory of the veterans that's pretty like that. cool be, like i said I, it would be interesting to see that would be something i would uh, a study or mm -hmm. a, a a population habit that i would watch but not participate yeah. in. yeah it wasn't like i mean it's a it's a psychological, like, bad thing that they're doing to these people. So it wasn't Well, like it's a, a show. It's a show. But, so. like, if it were to happen in real life. <laughs> like, it's horrible. There's a show on people. Amazon about memory, but I forget what it's called. <laughs> no. If it was a, um, but if it, if that pill that you're saying existed uh -huh. or were to exist, uh, I, first of all, wouldn't see how with what we know about memory I now. Like it's a thing already. I've, I'm, I, listen to me. I have no <laughs> doubt that you feel it's a thing, but. I just don't see, as far as cognition goes and what cognitive scientists know about memory right now, I don't see how yeah. they would be able to pinpoint something. But who knows? Who knows? I don't know. They may already have it. I think so. <laughs> it may already be. Steph thinks so. I think it's... I think, <laughs> I think they have it. And what do they do? It's, it's the, it's the, it's the uh, air stuff. That from the planes, oh, they're that's like it. putting it all and over. And we're gone. <laughs> Everyone I'm just, just forgets. No, I'm just Everyone kidding. Just forgets, I <laughs> just know. What else we got, Steph? Okay, so I'm going through some questions this here. This is going fast. I'm just really glad that we did this. And yeah, thank you, too. everybody, again. If you want to participate in our show, you can reach out. You can send us a message through stevemaribulli.net or um, just write on one of our social media pages. You can send us a message on Instagram and uh, Facebook, and we'll get back to you. And again, uh, only interact with the pages that have blue verified check marks. And you can also tweet us too. It's Steve Maboli. All right. So Kelly on Facebook, she wants to know how how do you recover from making a, a really big mistake? She she wants to know biggest mistake you've ever made and how did you recover. Um, I, I don't know, biggest mistake I ever made, um, I don't, I don't know, I've, well, I've made so many you... good ones. <laughs> so like, many good like, mistakes? Yeah, so, no, it's like, really, like, I don't do, you know mm -hmm. me, Steph, I don't do anything <laughs> half-assed. Yeah. Even if I'm going to make a mistake, oh, yeah. it's going to be a mistake. Um, so I've made so many uh, big mistakes. Uh, is there a biggest one I've ever made? Uh, it, if I had stopped there, yes. If I had let it define me, yes. 
But sometimes I make a huge mistake. And it's not that you recover from it. It's that you redirect from it. Like I, I don't try to go back and unmistake a mistake. I, I, I will save myself and the situation. I, I will save everyone time. <laughs> but I will redirect from it. I will go, what can I do now? To not let that happen again. And what, what, how can I propel forward now from this point? And so um, I've made a lot of mistakes. Uh, but in the while I'm in it, you know, at the flashpoint of the explosion, yeah, it's hot and chaotic. But as if you stay steady and say, okay, made that mistake. Let me stay focused. Focused on what I want in my life. Let me keep clear gauges. We've talked about uh, gauges, uh, Kelly, on this show. Uh, and just about everywhere I talk, I talk about keeping gauges, staying focused on what's important, even though you made a mistake. Stay focused and slowly, sometimes just inch at a time. Sometimes it's a, a few steps. Sometimes it's another half inch, half step. But it's always a forward progress. And the way that, that what you're saying, recover, is really just a redirect in the sense that you move forward and eventually you get to the point where that mistake is either not as big and you just realize it's simply like, wow, there's a mistake I thought was going to be the end of me, but turns out I was wrong. I'm still here. I thought I was a victim, but I have a history of victory. I've gotten through every single thing I thought would be the end of me. I was wrong. Every single thing I thought would be, that's it for me, I was wrong. And so the further I get from it, the, the better relationship I have to it. And I'm able to say, wow, remember that? I made that mistake. And when it happened, I was like, oh, that's it. But now I look back and I'm thinking, wow, had I not that mis made that mistake, I could have still been in that situation. Or I could have still been heading in that direction. That mistake absolutely sucked and it was horrible. But had I not made it, I wouldn't have had to do some internal gut check, clean up a couple things I needed to clean up about myself so I can propel forward. And so uh, too many mistakes, big mistakes to, to have a biggest and favorite. Um I've I've had I'm like the like famous singers. My mistakes can be put in like a best of album. Like <laughs> this is this is the best of from the early years. This is the best of from the middle years. So um, too many. But how I recover is that I I allow myself. I, I am a huge huge believer in the idea that nothing's a a hundred percent to nothing. So I have a couple minutes to explain this stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep. So usually when there's a mistake or someone wrongs you or something like that, when someone relays it to us, they relay it to us in like a hundred to nothing story. Like all I did was this and this is what they did. You know, the other person's a hundred percent wrong and you're zero percent wrong. I'm a huge believer in that that's never true. And so because I'm a believer in that, it, it sometimes it doesn't have to be 50-50. Sometimes it's 60-40, 70-30, 80-20, But it's never 100 to nothing. And if someone's telling you it's 100 to nothing or if you're telling yourself it's 100 to nothing, that's why, that's why you're not healing from it. So 
What I do recognize, Kelly, when I make a mistake is that the mistake has been made and I try to give myself as much culpability as possible. And in some mistakes, it's very easy to give myself a lot of culpability. And so I recognize it and I do my best to shift my behaviors so that I, I don't fall into that trap again, so I don't make that mistake again. I make sure that whether I'm adjusting in business or in personal relationships, in life, whatever it is, I make sure that my quote-unquote sorry is not only verbal but also behavioral. That's huge. That helps you move forward. That helps. That refills your gas tank with, with, with high-octane, good gasoline for your journey. That's a great way to redirect and to be able to readdress a situation and say, oh, wow, you know what? That did suck, but I'm glad it happened because I would have never been forced to change this about my perspective, would have never been forced to change this behavior of mine, change these thoughts of mine, change the circle of people I was in. Uh, so some of them, while you're going through, it's really, really tough to stay focused. But when, I, when you're on the other side, you realize, wow, this is where I sucked. So let me let me <laughs> let me fix this. And, and I see where other people sucked. And let me just, you're never going to change them. So let me just distance myself from them um, and, uh, and, and move on. And I think that's, that's, the only, that's the only healthy way to do it, Kelly. That's the way I look at it. Thanks for your question, Kelly. All right, let's see. Let's get another one going here. Um, okay, so... Oh, Sarah... Sarah says, Sarah asks, how do you tackle your everyday life? And Denise replied to this comment and wrote, with coffee. 100%. 100% with, with a drug that was 100 years ago considered a narcotic. Caffeine. I am the, the crackhead of the 1800s. Just caffeine. We all are. But yeah. no, I think I think I start the day with a with a good cup of coffee, mm -hmm. and um, and I tackle it. I have a method. I, I tackle it. It's not chaotic. It's I have a list of things, uh, priorities, and things I I need to get done, and and things I'm responsible for, and I tackle them one at a time, until they're done. And uh, and that's that's the only way, uh, Sarah, that I've that I've found efficient and more more importantly i i'm not easily distracted that's uh i i am a ninja <laughs> at minding my own business i will focus on myself um you know we see the social media stuff you've heard me say uh, my staff looks at it mostly mm -hmm. uh, and then i'll look at it but i only have professional social media pages i don't have any personal ones so yeah. you don't you know if you noticed our facebook our Instagram or Twitter is, is really professional things I'm doing. Uh, maybe there's the jujitsu kind of stuff, but that's also kind of personal, professional. It's, it's, ne it's, it's never really personal. You're not seeing me at a barbecue with my friends and family. You're not, you're not uh, seeing me on a quiet afternoon. You're not seeing me on a, on a, uh, on a romantic dinner. You're not seeing any of that. And, um, and that's, I think that's a really healthy way to tackle social media. Uh, when when I did used to look at private social media accounts, ah, oh, what a great way to get distracted. 
suddenly you're seeing people who are doing um, like quizzes of like, you know, what kind of this are you? Like, what? You're the kind that sits at a computer in the middle of the day answering a quiz. That's what you're doing. Like just throwing away. So for me, it's, it's um, you know, people arguing politics. Like mm-hmm. for me, that stuff is super distracting um, and not something I'm interested in. I don't. I, I don't know anybody who and I, and you hear this argument all the time with people who are on social media and they they're trying to figure out their relationship to it and it's weird for me because the people listening to this show know me because of social media so it's it's kind of weird the relationship I have to have with it um, but as far as like the personal ones go if I were to have a personal social media page it would be just following pages that that made me feel good or yeah. made me think. I don't know that I would follow, you know, Judy, who I went to school with mm-hmm. 30 years ago, to hear her 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 political views or what her family's having for dinner. I think that very few people I ever talk to who have those kind of personal pages will tell me, you know, what's really enriching in my life, and I just I spend time on it, and I'm so glad that I just scrolled through that for an hour is my personal social media page. Like I've never heard them say mm-hmm. that it's always the opposite. Yeah. So and and we I've spoken at nauseum about like the the social media um, parenting and mm-hmm. relationshiping and performing. that the performing it's it's created a performance culture instead yeah. of instead of um, instead of just actually paying attention to each other. So um so I think that was my long way of saying part of tackling my day is having a list and not being distracted, not being distracted by drama, mm-hmm. not being just, dist- if you cause me drama in my life, you will know that, that you have been somehow pushed to the outskirts. <laughs> you will, you will, I will suddenly become a challenging person to get a hold of. I'm not any less busy or any more busy. Mm-hmm. You just got kind of pushed to the outer circle until you are in drama. <laughs> That's, I hate to say it, it's just what it is. And yeah. It's, 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 if I notice every time I'm talking to you, I'm exhausted when I'm mm-hmm. done, or you, there's always some sort of problem. If in our relationship, like when people, you have a relationship with every person. Yeah. And to me, I look at it like a bank account. So if I, in our relationship, you make more withdrawals than deposits, your ass goes on notice. And so, because I'm, I'm not that. No, I no. give, I give. If mm-hmm. I call you, which is very rare that I'll initiate a phone call, mm-hmm. but if I call you, I'm calling to tell you something great. Probably compliment you, probably say something that, that I, I, I didn't want written anywhere. Yeah. Uh, something that I really mean from my heart that I, I didn't want uh, you to think that I would post somewhere just for it to be read. Mm-hmm. Um, so something like that. Um, and when people call me, some are doing something very similar. Uh, some are just conversation about something interesting. I love that. But if it's calling to take, 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 and there's never any of those call to give, 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 mm-hmm. give, on notice. Yeah. And that uh, I think that's a great way also, Sarah. Notice who and what you do that, that gives you energy and f- makes you feel inspired. And who and what you do that that saps your energy yeah. away, and and put them on notice. Yeah, I I posted a quote on our social media. Drama does not just walk into your life; either you create it, invite it, or associate with it. Yeah. 
and it's so funny to see all the comments there are some on there that's like no it's just it just happens to me of course it does of course it does and and that's the way that people are that's the person with poop on their shoes that's like everywhere i go smells <laughs> yeah because you poop on your shoes man <laughs> like that's but but you notice on those type of posts mm -hmm. like like the like do you believe in soulmates one oh, that yeah. i saw the other day um did um those type of quotes that that can either be something you look at reflectively or something that is a mirror <laughs> you'll see like the longer the answer <laughs> the more interesting the answer yeah and you just kind of see how people position it themselves yeah and so i think that of course again it's another another fun thing to read at times with just how people see it and, and you yeah. want to reach out to that person mm -hmm. and say you see your answer right there that's why this shit happens yeah because <laughs> it's the equivalent saying yeah everywhere you go smells like poop because you have it on your shoes yeah. <laughs> like it's you it's like yep. that it's i was talking to somebody i i, I went uh, uh somewhere last week and um, I was talking to somebody, and, and, and sometimes, Steph, when people know what I am, you know, mm -hmm. what I do, or I should say, when people know who I am, <laughs> now, sometimes people do know, um, and it happens more and more now, Yeah. Uh, testament to what we do, more specifically mm -hmm. what you, Chris, and the team do. Um, I think you reach like 70 or 80 million people. 80 million. And 80 growing. million and growing, so, which would explain why more places I go, People are like, hey, you're Steve Maribor, which yeah. I think is pretty cool. But mm -hmm. on occasions like this, and, and I don't mind when people talk to me and, and, and ask me things. I don't mind that mm -hmm. at all. I love that shit. Mm -hmm. On this occasion, this gentleman said, hey, so what do you what do you think? Uh, you know, he, he said, you listen to me here for a little bit. Um, what do you think? And I told him, I think, I said, listen, I think that you're you're. I think you're reactive instead of responsive. I think that you you react emotionally. Well, I'm an emotional guy. I, I, if you let me finish, it would mm -hmm. be fantastic, sir. You react emotionally. We're all emotional. But you react instead of responding. And it's a great way to, number one, say things that you shouldn't have said and find yourself apologizing later. It's a great, great way to ruin business deals and relationships. It's a great way to to ruin personal relationships. Um, and then he said, and I want to say that this dude was mid thirties, mm -hmm. maybe maybe forty. I'm not sure. I'm I'm bad at that. Mm -hmm. But he said, shrugging his shoulders, but that's just the way I am. I'm an emotional guy. It's, it's like it's just the way I am. You know, I'm, I'm just fire, fire, fire. And I said, then embrace that about yourself. But you asked me. And I'm telling you that being that way is a fiery way to be. Mm -hmm. It's also a great way to find yourself alone. But just recognize that. So if you're asking me this because you're wondering why you can't keep a girlfriend, I'm giving you the answer. Mm -hmm. It is a great way to be, and if you want to be that way, be that way. But if you're asking why you're alone, look no further than what I'm telling you. There is nothing appealing about a dude your age yelling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. 
nothing appealing about that. So instead of reacting so much, take a second to breathe. Control. Control. Warren Buffett has a has a great quote uh, about it. And I, and I think that I have some in some of the books too, the reacting uh, from fear instead of responding from love and yeah. that kind of stuff. Warren Buffett has has one. Um, Warren Buffett. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Bust this out. <laughs> okay, ready. Shout out to the iPhone <laughs> and technology that Steph thinks exists to erase memory. Wait, what? Wait, let me finish. Okay. All right, so Warren Buffett says, you will continue to suffer if you have an emotional reaction to everything that is said to you. True power is sitting back and observing things with logic. True power is restraint. If words control you, that means everyone else can control you. Breathe and allow things to pass. And I really like that. I truly wow. believe that responding instead of reacting, it is a subtle difference, but it is a difference that, that means everything. And so, uh, and there's a whole brain reason why it's also better. But I was telling this gentleman that, and and he didn't see it. It was the it was the guy with the poop in his shoes, and mm-hmm. again with that same situation. You see it with the the uh, anger and bitterness people have in relationships. You know, we we've heard that expression so many times, even um, ever since I was a kid. Hell hath no fury. Than a person scorned, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, which is true. Yeah, but been alive long enough that while hell hath no fury than a person scorned, we can add to that, nor loneliness, mm. a more reliable companion than a person scorned. Wow! Wow! Yep. Bitter people are alone. So one of those reasons to look back and maybe change your relationship with an event is because that event not only traumatized you, Steph, that event not only traumatized the people who are looking back and talking about it years later. At the end of your life, if you do not change your relationship with that event, an argument could be made behaviorally that that event killed you. Oh. They may not have buried you for 30 more years, but your ass died the day you let that be the title of your book. And so for me, perspective. I don't care what happened. You are not writing and titling my book. Even if it takes me years, I'm going to look back and I'm changing the title of that shit. I am taking your huge role it had and I'm minimizing it. Because this is my book. And that is not how my story ends. See how you get me all sweating up here, Steph? That was so good. Just came out here to answer a couple of questions from the people. That was and so guys sweating now. I'm sweating up here. What else? <laughs> what else do we got? We got. We've been going for an hour. So okay. What else? Uh, what else do we have? Do we do a do? do we do a Steve reads his yeah, stuff. I, it's I, time for Steve reads his stuff. You have a couple different options for Steve reads. Um, what? Which one do? You, which there? one do the people want? Well, the I the <laughs> one in your hand. Uh huh. That one seems to go better with what happened with the the show's topic today. If you want to hit that. 
All right. So your history, your destiny. Yeah. I can do your history, your destiny. I'm reading out of an actual book. So <laughs> this book, I I don't even know if you know what you were holding here, Stephanie. This book is the original of this cover. So this cover of Life, the Truth, and Being Free is actually 20 years old this year. It's 2019, right? Yeah. Yep. So 20 years old this year, just like the dude whose face is in the back <laughs> of the book. I'm like a little baby. Yeah. Oh, I'm like a little baby Aww. who ate a lot of pizza. What? Yeah, I can tell the difference now between my face, oh. pizza face, mm -hmm. and my face. Yeah. Um, but look at him. He's a little baby. He is did you see baby. how I pose like an author pose? Yeah. Like a pensive pose? Yeah, did you do that for like this is going to be for my book? Yeah, this is like when I would do like photographers yeah. and let, let them like, hey, you got to look pensive. Look like you're thinking. Look off <laughs> into the distance. <laughs> um, yeah, very cool. So, yeah, so this, these, the reason I was saying you don't know what you're holding, these covers don't exist anymore. So the ones that people get now mm -hmm. are either the 15-year anniversary cover yep. or um, I, I think in some countries they already started getting the solid color where it just says book one. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think in the U.S. that rolls out soon yeah. just where it just says book one and yeah. book two, book three, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, this one right here, these don't exist anymore. Very cool mm -hmm. that you have this. So Steve Reads. Wait, wait, it's not wait, wait, what Reed. was it called? Story time with Steve. All right. Wait, what? <laughs> Story time Story with time Steve. Story time with Steve, okay, okay. Story time We're reading Your History, Your Destiny from the first book, Life, the Truth, and Being Free. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you can't laugh <laughs> during story time with Steve. All right, so, okay, let's do it. Your history, your destiny. So many of us get caught up in the past, past issues, past relationships, past mistakes, etc. We tend to give away our thoughts and energy to the, to, oh, let me just start over oh, oh, as oh, I read. Oh. I was just kidding. <laughs> this is the real one. Okay. Steve tells a story. <laughs> what? Not what it's you called. just said that that's what it's called. Story time with Steve. Story time with Steve. Your history, your destiny from Steve's first book. Yes, I'm talking about me in the third person. His first book, where he looks like a baby in the back. <laughs> Life, the baby. truth, and being free. So many of us get caught up in the past. Past issues, past relationships, past mistakes, etc. We tend to give away our thoughts and energy of today to days and events that no longer exist. An unfortunate reality of this type of thinking is that we tend to lose sight of our true power and purpose. And we lose sight of the truth that we are free to change, to refine, improve, or enhance ourselves at any moment. The value of a moment is immeasurable. The power of just one moment can propel you to success and happiness or chain you to failure and misery. What if you could break free from the shackles of self-blame, criticism, and disempowerment? We all make mistakes, have struggles, and even regret things in our past. But you are not your mistakes. 
You are not your struggles. And you are here now with the power to shape your day and your future. Today, many will awaken with a fresh sense of inspiration and leave the ghost of yesterday behind. Why not you? Today greets you with no rules or conditions. The only requirement to see all it has to offer is to live it full out. Each day brings immeasurable blessings and opportunities for happiness and success. Like a gift beautifully wrapped at the foot of your, your bed each morning, today asks that you open it and enjoy everything inside. Exhaust yourself with all it has to offer. Laugh, cry, say I love you, say I'm sorry, truly live the day. When's the last time you did this? Squeeze all the juices the day has to offer. Then at the end of the day, go to sleep knowing that tomorrow another gift will be waiting. It's when we continue to look into the box of yesterday or last year or 10 years ago that we feel depressed, trapped, and defeated. But the good news is that if you just open your eyes and look, you would see today's box, today's gift is waiting. Let go of yesterday. Forget it. It's already forgotten you. Embrace the only day in which you have any power. Today. Make a pact with yourself today not to be defined by your past. Instead, shake things up. Live through the day. Don't just exist through it. Live through it. Have a plan for success and make sure your actions reflect that plan. Your dream is a reality that is waiting for you to materialize. Today is a new day. Don't let your history interfere with your destiny. Learn from your past so that it can empower your present and propel you to greatness. Boom. Boom. What a good piece from that young so Steve. I, it's so funny when I read that and, like, and I see different places where little quotes were culled out yeah. of that and, and still popular this mm -hmm. day. It's hard to believe that they're 20 years yeah. old. That's it. That's absolutely incredible. So thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for, um, Steph, do we have anything else or uh, that's we'll it. catch that's it good. next show? Yep. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for your feedback. Please tell people about our show. Uh, the Steve Maraboli podcast, whispers of genius, echoes of madness, uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, author Steve Maraboli, Instagram and Twitter, just Steve Maraboli, and our website, stevemaraboli.net. Thank you all so much. I love you all. Just know we keep so busy. We put so much effort, so many good people behind us uh, getting out there and everything that you see from the memes to the programs. For those of you who, who come to the few public talks I give, for those of you who come to the many uh, uh, private and corporate talks that I give, um, I'm giving uh, more more public talks here and there, uh, and and we'll we'll update you on our social media when those are happening as well. Please give us a five star rating so other people can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and wherever else in the world you listen to podcasts. I love you all. I can't stress that enough. Go out there, see what empowers you. Embrace it. See what this empowers you. Drop kick that shit away. <laughs> unbullshitified boom unbullshitified get that out of there and uh and just know that wherever you are i'm cheering you on sending you big hugs always from wherever in the world i am
Oh, wait, that's you. Wait, wait, wait. You forgot your line. No, I thought you were well, saying. Well, well, well. I thought you were going to say something after that. No, I, I think I probably you. was, <laughs> but then forgot. <laughs> then I was like, and I got nothing. So big hugs to all of you. See you next time.